if the technical foundations are not right, it's going to harm all the effort that you have done, right? You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast. To increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this e-commerce marketing focused podcast. If you're not familiar with the format, well, let me explain. Each month we focus on a different marketing method, bringing you a masterclass in email, SEO, Facebook ads, etc. And each week I interview a different expert to explore the latest advice on making it work for you. This month is all about SEO. Yes, we're doing search engine optimization, that lovely organic traffic. So in this episode, we are getting into audits. Yes, the beginning point of all successful SEO strategies, the audit. And my guests will be breaking it down into the three crucial audits you should be running. That's the link audit, the content audit, and the technical audit. And she'll be sharing some tools to make it super easy if you wanna do it yourself. She'll also be giving you some guidance on how often to do it, key things to look for, and we'll be talking about the best way to do this to make the biggest impact on your business. Loads of great advice coming up. So do make sure you listen right to the very end of the episode because at the end of the interview, my guests will be sharing some quick fire insider tips to help you maximize the performance of your SEO. And I'll be sharing my take on it all and outlining some extra free ways that we can help you improve your SEO even more. So stay tuned right to the end, everybody. Let me tell you about our SEO month sponsors, the marvellous Spec Digital. Spec are experts in customer acquisition through SEO, with a firm focus on not just doing great SEO, but on helping you to scale up your business too. For Spec clients, it's all about finding the best ways to grow sales. Their senior SEO consultant, Rob, will be joining us for one of this month's episodes to do just that, and Spec are offering all Keep Optimizing podcast listeners a chance to speak to one of their consultants for free. Take it as your opportunity to discuss some of your biggest SEO pain points. Book your free one hour consultant call using the short link keepopt.com forward slash spec. That's K-W-E-P-O-P-T dot com forward slash S-P-E-C. Get expert help with your SEO from the Spec Digital team right now. Go to keepopt.com forward slash spec. In this episode, I'm chatting with SEO expert Sylvia Martin. Sylvia is an independent SEO consultant, founder of Treble and judge of both the European Search Awards and the UK Search Awards. Sylvia is all about helping businesses improve their online presence, findability, search traffic and, most importantly, organic revenue. Hello, Sylvia. Hi, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, great to have you on the show. And how did you end up in the world of SEO? Mm, good question. So I did um, a master's degree in marketing. And there I discovered it was part of the subject, SEO. But that was in, in Paris, you know, what was going to be my career. But I fell in love with SEO. And then yeah, I moved to England. And here I started my career as SEO. Excellent. So, so you were lucky enough to discover it during your degree and then away it goes into whole careers. I find that's, that's so often the case with people in digital. So you've 
volunteered to do an amazing SEO topic for our podcast, which is SEO audits, which I think a lot of people, especially when they're getting started in SEO, they kind of go, yeah, we'll just do some stuff. And the whole of digital marketing, there's an awful lot of things you can do. As we know, success lies in making the right decisions on what to do. And in SEO, that means doing the right audits at the right time in the right way. So then you're actually expending your effort in the right places. So you do a lot of audits for your, for your clients. You are very skilled at these audits. What are the top three audits we should care about? Can you quickly explain those for us? Yeah, so as SEO, you know, like the main pillars. So the SEO, this, they will cover those. So it will be link audit, content audit, and technical audit. Cool. So that's our link audit, our content audit, and our tech audit. Let's tackle them in that order. So Sylvia, the, the link audit, tell us a bit about that. What's in it? How often should we do it? Why should we do it? Tell us, tell us all about the link audit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So link audits, it will be for, you know, kind of more established websites, right? That you have already acquired a... Uh, backlink uh, portfolio. So then what you need to check is first if you have any toxic backlinks. So there are several tools for that. And then also another thing is always in audits, you need to compare with competitors, right? So you will also check how many links you have, the quality of your links, and you compare with your main competitors because that is the way that you are going to gain the biggest insights, right? Because each industry is going to be different. So like that, you will know what you need to work on. As I just said before, you know, where to focus your efforts. In our last episode with Rob, we were talking about how it's not just the competitors you normally think about, it's also your SEO competitors. So would you be doing a mix of those as the competitors you're comparing against for those audits, both those you're fighting against in the search rankings and kind of like the big ones you think about from day to day? I think it will depend, you know, on the industry and so it will be case by case, usually the main competitors, but sometimes I will also add the other ones because the audits also is like a good starting point. So maybe later on, after you do like the first audit, maybe on another audit is when you do, okay, now I'm going to expand and see with other competitors, other kind of competitors, which is the data, right? Got it. Okay. And you mentioned tools there. They'll, oh no, the audience's ears will be pricking up. There's a tool I can use, there's a tool I can use. And I think link audits are an audit you cannot possibly do without using a tool because it's like, without a tool, it'd be like, fine. You'd have to look at all the websites in the world to try and find links to you, which would be mind boggling. <laughs> So have you got kind of any any go-to tools for this? Can we use one tool to do it? Do we need to use multiple? What's your advice on tech for helping us with our link audits? Yeah, so I will say like use as many as you can, right? It's always the best case and also it depends on your resources. But some good tools out there are link research tool, LRT is very good, that one, because it helps you, it's very comprehensive, a lot of data, it's a bit on the expensive side, but it's very, very uh, good data with quality. And it gives you, you know, like, as you said, because if not, it's very time consuming, right? So it gives you already like kind of the potential toxic ones and a lot of uh, ways of classifying the links and also like anchor text, a lot of different things. So that's uh, one of the best ones. And then you also can use Majestic for links. There you can find a lot of data too. I would recommend to use also check for links on, on your 
Search Console too. You know, you can find also their links. Good old Google Search Console, always making mm. an appearance. Cool. So we've got three tools we can we can try out. We know we're going to include an, a review of our competitors versus ourselves to benchmark ourselves. And you mentioned that we might do it relatively straightforwardly the first time, and then we'll make we'll we'll layer up on our link audit as we repeat it. How often would you be repeating it for an average e-commerce brand? Is this something we're doing weekly? Is it something we're doing quarterly, yearly? What's your, your best take on this? So I would say it depends how big is the e-commerce, right? But usually at least every six months, I would recommend to do it. If you can do it quarterly, it will be better. But the same, it depends how many links you get, you acquire or, you know, it will depend on the e-commerce site. Okay, excellent. So we got our link audit there to give us some clarity on what we need to do with our link activity. Then the second audit you mentioned was the content audit. So tell us a little bit about the content audit, please. Again, so content is very important for SEO, right? So you need all the keywords and rank for, for the relevant terms. So the same, you will need to check with competitors again, you know, to benchmark the data and have the insights and to know where are the gaps and what you need to, to cover or to work on. There's like different angles also. It will depend on the, on the website. For example, for e-commerce, I will check like the templates, right? Like the product page, category page, you know, and then you will also like benchmark that with competitors. What are they doing in terms of content? the kind of products. It depends also on the kind of e-commerce. If it's a very mo it's more technical, maybe you need to check also readability and how people understand because sometimes you know your products and you have, you know, how to talk like in, in the language of the business. But maybe some of the customers, they don't. Or do you need to explain in a different way to attract more customers, maybe, for more awareness? So there's tools also that they will help you with all of that. So that, for me, it feels like this is a more complicated audit to pull together it's not like we just log on to one of the tools like we do with the link audit and bang there's our lovely spreadsheets for us and our competitors it feels very much like there's kind of more pieces to unpick we've got the templates we've got the actual words themselves we've got a bit of competitor reviewing I'm guessing some of this we probably have to do manually, but there's also some, you mentioned tools, so there must be some tools we can use to help us out on this. So have you got any recommendations for tools to make our job a little bit easier when it comes to these content audits? Yeah, so usually you have uh, tools like SEMRAS or HSREF. They can give you insights already about your content performance and compare with uh, competitors. And the same, you can do it by page, template, and, and also like check other kind of, what kind of content also you are publishing, the same, they can help you also identifying the gaps, right? Like, especially for e-commerce, I think that something that they don't do a lot is informational content because they want to go and convert, right? So they invest a lot in that kind of keywords, but they don't do a lot of informational. So maybe that's something that when you do this audits using these tools and also like reviewing it manually, then you can see like, okay, there's an opportunity here, like, you know, educating or trying to get uh, traffic in a different way. So it strikes me that with all this, this content, there is that extra complexity with the different tools, the bits we need to do manually to check things out. But you mentioned different pages and informational versus products. It strikes me that there is a little bit of a, it, this could be an infinite task. So do you ever take this content audit 
look at maybe the Google Analytics or the Google Search Console and go, we're just going to look at the top 20% of your traffic driving page or traffic attracting pages. Is there ever an angle of that where you go, right, well, the, we're only interested in our best pages at this point. And then like we were saying with the links, you might layer it up and go deeper the next time you do it. Would that be a good strategy to take to make this a bit more manageable? Yeah, that's a good point. So there's different strategies. That's one that you can use, of course. But the really important thing here is the scope of the audit, as you mentioned, because if not, you can spend all your time doing the audit. So you need to check uh, or agree in advance what are the things specific that you're going to do. And that's why also you can repeat audits frequently because you're going to focus on different things. So then you're going to gain different insights. Is that that key thing that the audit exists to help us work on the right things? But like you say, an audit could be infinite. Mm -hmm. So we might end up spending all our time doing an, doing an audit. So we've got to be a bit more focused on those areas we spend it in. Excellent. And, and how frequently would we be doing a content audit? Is that more frequent than the links, less frequent than the links? What's your recommendation? Yeah, I would say less frequent than the, than the links, but especially if you are going to plan like a redesign or something, you know, then check what you have already and what you're going to improve or once per year, you know, to know where you're standing at, right? And the same, it depends because for e-commerce, it's a lot of products that come and go, right? So yeah, it will depend on the on the website also. I suppose it's kind of like with the link audit, because so much of that is outside of your control. You don't know who's adding a link at any time. You need to be doing that one regularly on a regular rhythm of link auditing. But when it comes to the content, because that's within your control, so long as you're doing it once a year, you're covered. But if you've got a big project coming up, a big new product range coming up, you might do it a bit more frequently. So I love that. It's more slightly more organic in how often we, we do that one. And then I've kind of made sure we got through those ones a little bit quickly because I know your specialist area, one of your favorite areas is the tech audit and I know it's also the audit that I think freaks people out the most I think it's the bit which most SEO people most e-commerce marketers are probably the most guilty of ignoring a little bit that technical audit so let's spend a bit of time on it why are we doing a tech audit what's it going to encompass tell us a bit about the tech audit Sylvia yeah so as you say yeah it's my favorite one it's uh, the one that I love doing even if it's yeah as you said, it's, it's complicated, <laughs> but the same. So it's very important to have also a scope, to agree on our scope. And you can also like repeat it afterwards, if not, right? Because you cannot cover everything. But for example, in e-commerce, when you do like the first one, it's really important to cover things like filters. How are things setting up? You know, how is the, uh, the filters, the face sets, uh, setting up? search if the website has a search so there's specific things you know you can have like a checklist of basic things right that you can go but also you need to go on the website experience it as a user to detect other kind of issues too that maybe they are also like technical and i will say also like a search console again you know <laughs> um there's there's a lot of people that they think that they don't have any technical issue and that's another thing about the technical it's scary. And at the same time, you don't know what you don't know, right? So sometimes the issue is not saying flagging, hello, I have an issue here, right? You just need to discover it before it appears. And for example, in Search Console, I know that before they used to have these warnings and now it's not there. They remove it in the index pages report coverage. 
And, and now what you need to really look at is at the no index pages and say why they are not. It's a lot about um, looking for different patterns, what is going on there, right? So it's not, they are not saying, okay, this is an issue. You need to look at the data and say and detect, okay, here there's an issue or maybe it's a potential issue. Because some of the things also is maybe you have uh, duplicated content because you have like two versions of your website with the www and the not w, but you are not aware of it, right? But then you are going to see in Google Analytics, in, oh, sorry, in Search Console, maybe you're going to start seeing these um, URLs there. They pick them up no index, but you say, okay, it's no index. It's not an issue. Yeah, it's not an issue at the moment. <laughs> and that's why a lot of people, they don't uh, give them a lot of importance when it should have, because it's not an issue at the moment, but it could be a big issue if you don't uh, address it before something happens. I think, Sylvia, you've just perfectly explained why so many people put their head in the sand when it comes to the technical audit, because I think we fall mm. into this. It's very easy to fall into this trap of going, nothing's gone wrong there's no problem to fix. So we'll just ignore the technical SEO audit. As long as there's nothing wrong, we're okay. But actually, as you've just outlined really clearly there, one, as well as fixing the problems, there are one, opportunities for improvement. So it's not a problem, but it's something we can improve to speed up the site or to make the search engine understand the site better or something else. And then secondly, there are those things which for someone who knows what they're doing with a technical audit like you, you know that is a problem waiting to happen. So we should fix that now so we're okay in the future. And I think that that for me is one of the most important things of a tech audit is, is it's giving you confidence for the future. It's like, yeah, okay, nothing's broken. I've double checked, nothing's broken. I've double checked, here's something I can improve. And I think that's such, such an important part of the tech audit process. We've talked tools on the others. Are there any, obviously Google Search Console, as you've outlined, is a super important part of this puzzle because let's face it, we're all trying to appeal to Google. So if Google's telling us there's a problem, there's almost certainly a problem. Are there any other tools we might want to use within the tech audit piece? Yes, indeed. You can also use, you always need like a crawler to crawl the website. It can, can be like uh, Screaming Frog, for example, or Sidebar. There's different ones. It depends how big is the website. Maybe you need another kind of crawlers that are based in the cloud, like Deep Crawl or Write or other bigger ones. So those are like the basics, right? You need to understand because that is going to give you the understanding of, okay, that is seeing your website as like a bot, right? So it will give you the technical insights. Excellent. So definitely worth getting a getting a crawler to try and get some idea of what the uh, what the search engines are seeing. Any other tips around what we should definitely one hundred percent include in that tech audit? So mainly, you need to check you know crawlability of your website. So identify those kind of issues. Uh, indexability, the same, and then you need to check yeah implementation. So for example, if you have JavaScript there, you need to check how it's implemented. Also, the bots, they can render and pick up all the data because the main thing about tech also, the value, as you were saying before, is future-proof your website, but also all the efforts that you're putting on the content side, if the technical foundations are not right or you have technical issues potentially there that they can, might happen in the future, it's going to harm all the efforts that you have done, right? So that's why it's, it's very important to check all of these different areas. 
And how frequently would you be doing this tech audit? Because some of it's within your control, some of it's not within your control. So it kind of is like between the content and the link stuff. So what's our frequency on a tech audit? Yeah, so the same. It will depend on the size of the website, right? Because the more pages you have, the more complicated things can escalate, right? With canonicals, it's reflangs. So it will depend. So you will need to have like, many technical audits, you know, like technical checks, let's call it technical checks, maybe every month, you know, if you are a big site, minimum. And then if you are not as big, it will depend, like, for example, is that if you are going to do like a migration or a redesign, or at least just to know where you're standing, I will say, yeah, at least once per year, minimum, you know, if you're like a small e-commerce Excellent. Now, one thing which we, we haven't mentioned yet, which we really should, is I think a lot of people are probably listening going, oh my God, I've got all these audits to do. Then when do I actually do any improvements to my SEO? I could be spending all my time doing audits. And we were talking a little bit about this before we hit record and making the point that if even if you're doing your SEO in-house, the audit is such an essential part because it defines what, you, what it's worth spending time on to get the biggest impact that if you're going to outsource anything, you know, limited budgets, etc., the audit is a great thing to outsource to a specialist because then you you know you're you're working on the right things for the rest of the year. So, would you say audits are something which it's just a no-brainer to outsource it to someone else? Yeah, totally. Because also, like, you are someone that is coming with fresh eyes is going to help you, like, may maybe seeing that they priorities in a different way, and and yeah, it's, it's it's totally worth it. Wow, thank you, Sylvia. It's been awesome giving everyone a run through there of those three key SEO audits. So thank you so much for suggesting such a good topic and then for bringing the, the insight here too. Listeners, remember to stay tuned right to the very end so you don't miss out on Sylvia's insider tips on SEO and my suggestions for more free resources to help you improve things even further in your business. Let me tell you about our SEO month sponsors, the marvellous Spec Digital. Spec are experts in customer acquisition through SEO, with a firm focus on not just doing great SEO, but on helping you to scale up your business too. For Spec clients, it's all about finding the best ways to grow sales. Their senior SEO consultant, Rob, will be joining us for one of this month's episodes to do just that, and Spec are offering all Keep Optimising podcast listeners a chance to speak to one of their consultants for free. Take it as your opportunity to discuss some of your biggest SEO pain points. Book your free one hour consultant call using the short link keepopt.com forward slash spec. That's K-E-P-O-P-T dot com forward slash S-P-E-C. Get expert help with your SEO from the Spec Digital team right now. Go to keepopt.com forward slash spec. Okay, Sylvia, so far we have gone deep into those three SEO audits. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of SEO, which we've covered quite a bit of it already, but we're going to go further. So for the following questions, your answer can be absolutely anything to do with SEO, which of course includes everything we've already been talking about. Sylvia, are you ready for these? Yes, I am. (laughs) 
Excellent. Let's start with newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? Yeah, so in that case, I will say it's good to keep learning all the time, right? For example, tools, I would recommend, not tools, like resources, sorry. I would recommend learning SEO.io from Aleida Solis, which is amazing because she has created like a lot of different resources from guides to different articles that covers all of SEO, you know, like technical links, you name it. She has something there. Nice. I've not heard of her or her site before, so I'm going to have to go and check that one out myself. Uh, Now, once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve performance? Yeah, so you might have guessed it already. So it's doing audits. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so usually with my clients, it's the first thing that I do, you know, like an SEO audit, just to understand what is the website at the moment, you know, like to understand if there's an issue, what is the performance. So it's always like a great starting point. Also, like if you want to drive on a strategy after, you know, all the insights that you can get from there. Yeah, it would have been very strange, Silver, if you hadn't have said audits <laughs> at that point. They are definitely the starting point for all SEO optimization. Now, if someone listening wants to learn even more, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? So, yeah, as I said before, that one, you know, the learningseo.io, that's the one that is free and is really good. Excellent. I love it. Proper repetition of great ideas in this section. So um, learningseo.io is the one you will want to go to. And finally, Sylvia, it's crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for? Yeah, so I think that right now, uh, everything and everyone is talking about AI, right? (laughs) It's the big hit now. And I think there's a lot of things that are going to happen and it's already starting to happen, you know, like Bing and Google, both they have this um, chat, AI chat, like as an experiment. So they're starting with that. So that is going to impact especially SEO. But we don't know, and you know, we don't know yet the impact of it, but we need to be ready. And also like, for example, right now, there's already tools that you can use, not only that, but also you can start to use other AI tools for SEO. So I will say, yeah, that's the big thing right now. Yeah, it's the huge thing, isn't it? AI and how does it fit into our SEO world in the good way without it being a bad way? Definitely the big one to watch for the next six, 12 months. Um, Sylvia, we are very nearly at the end of the show. So could you please let the listeners know where they can get in touch with you? Yes, so uh, people, they can find me on LinkedIn and my profile is Sylvia Martin, I'm independent SEO consultant. Brilliant. Simple as that, guys. Go track down Sylvia on LinkedIn and get in touch with her with any of your SEO and SEO audit questions. Sylvia, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing such great insight. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. So thanks for being here. Thank you so much. Well, what a brilliant way to wrap up this year's SEO masterclass. Great detail there on how to, I guess, I guess if you, if I was going to be asked, what's the best way to drive my SEO performance forwards, it would be do the right audits at the right time in the right way. And if you're doing it in-house, get someone external to come and do those audits for you. 
sport, the uh, you know the different pair of eyes, but also because they're doing these all the time, so they're going to know the latest things to look at, and that is going to give you that list of things for you to tackle going forwards. Brilliant advice there from Sylvia on those three SEO audits to do the links, the content, and the technical. And yes, you really should be doing all three of them. Now you can get links to all those things we discussed, where Sylvia is on LinkedIn, our notes from the session and more at keepoptimizing.com or you can use our super special short links. Just put keepopt.com and whatever the number of this episode is into the URL bar and you'll go straight to the correct episode page. Once you get to the website, do add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on any of the many things we share to help you improve your business. And why not sign up for our monthly Q&A webinar whilst you're there? Because at the end of each month, we run a live Q&A session with as many of our specialists who can join us to um, answer your questions. You can sign up for that at keepopt.com forward slash webinar. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. Our whole set of episodes about SEO is now live. So please do have a listen to them all and make sure you tune in next Wednesday when we'll be starting our series of five episodes about offline marketing. So make sure you're subscribed to us or following us on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss out on that. And if you know someone who's particularly interested in SEO or offline marketing at the moment, please do let them know we're covering it all because this show exists to help you and them improve your marketing. Have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z. It's time to get your free ticket to our brand new virtual event. This time we're tackling the problem of overstocks, how to avoid them and how to clear them. So take control of your stock to improve profits, cash flow and your environmental impact. Just use our short link keepopt.com forward slash summit to get your free ticket.